Well, we finished the Spirit Detox Week looking at Psalm 139, resting in the omniscience, omnipresence, and omnipotence of God. We finished the Soul Week by finding rest for our souls in Psalm 23. We'll finish this week by finding strength for our bodies. Jesus said in Matthew 11:28, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He would go on to say, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Remember one of the passages that set the theme for this 21-day detox was in 2 Corinthians 6, where it instructs us to not be yoked together with unbelievers. Here, Jesus invites us to come to him and take on his yoke and find rest. Rest is a gift you get when you come to Jesus. Rest from what? Well, rest from the burdens of sin, rest from the excessive demands of legalism, rest from the oppression of persecution, rest from the weariness of life. Jesus' yoke is light. And it's not light because it's less demanding. It's light because his strength makes it possible. I think it would be fitting for the psalm we study today to be a messianic psalm. It's called a messianic psalm because it prophetically is associated with Christ the Messiah. When you look back at it, you see it was looking forward to Christ. This psalm, chapter 16, is quoted in the New Testament when they refer to the resurrection of Jesus. Both Peter and Paul quote from this psalm when speaking of Christ's bodily resurrection. So we see it in Acts chapter 2 in Peter's sermon and again in Acts 13 in an amazing sermon from Paul. It's a psalm of rest and resurrection. It's a psalm of strength, Psalm 16. Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight. Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take up their names on my lips. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure. Because you will not abandon me from the realm of the dead, nor will you let your faithful one see decay. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Wow, how good is that? Now, did you notice something? In verse 8, it says, the Lord is at your right hand. And then in verse 11, it says, you are at God's right hand. Well, which is it? It's both. Verse 8, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Then verse 11, you make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. 
If you look at the truth and meaning of this, there is some real depth to the strength God wants to give us for today. First, God is at your right hand. The right hand was the place of strength for David. The sword is at your right hand. You pull the bow with your right hand. So it was the place of strength. This psalm talks about the strength of God's protection and the strength of God's provision. God is at your right hand. He is the place of strength. When we think of the strength of his protection, we see it in verse 1. Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. And in verse 8, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. That's God's protection. Did you notice in verse 8 what it says to do? If I'm going to experience his protection, if I'm going to live with a sense of not being shaken, David says, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. Other translations say, I set the Lord before me, meaning I keep him central in my thoughts. If we're going to take refuge in God, we've got to think about him. Set the Lord before you. Bring him up in your thoughts. We've got to think about God. We've got to get our eyes on him if we're going to draw from his strength. There's a lot of things we can make number one today. Whatever we set before us, that will guide our lives. God is strong and powerful. That will strengthen me. So these verses talk about the strength of God's protection. They also talk about the strength of God's provision. In verse 2, it says, I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. In verses 5 and 6, Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. You may have noticed how often the word my is used in this psalm. There are things that are yours now because you are his. This is the strength of God's provision. The boundary lines have fallen in pleasant places. The boundary lines in that day were the lines of your land, of what you owned. God has provided for you, lines he has drawn, things he has provided that reveal the strength of his provision. And not only things, verse 7 says, I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. God, in strengthening you, strengthens you with his direction and counsel. That's the strength of God being at your right hand. And Psalm 16 says that you are also at God's right hand. We'll take a look at that tomorrow. Let's turn to our daily prayer emphasis for today, which is the sick and the poor. 1 John 3, 16 through 17. We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? So let's pray for anyone in your life who is in need. Pray that they would have hope and a godly perspective. And pray about how you can show compassion.